1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final
2: hour on this Thursday. Deion Sanders will join us and the great Raiders defensive end, Max Crosby. You know how he got his first name spelled M-A-X-X? Anybody? Anybody? Well, word has it that he was such a big baby when he was born. They had to add an extra X to him because he was almost 12 pounds at birth. They decided to name him Max, but then he was XXL, so they added uh, another X there. Yeah, Paul?
3: You know, if they put one more X on it, he would have a whole different career.
2: Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Fritzie? Speaking of which, Love Sack, all of our in-studio guests the week, this week are sitting on a couch provided by Love Sack. The sectional is the world's most adaptable couch. And with uh, just a few seats and a few sides, you can easily rearrange your sectionals to meet your needs. Machine washable, over 250 cover options allow you to reinvent the look of your couch again and again and again. Designed for life, Sactionals are built to last a lifetime and come with a lifetime guarantee. Uh, poll question for the final hour, Paulie. What are we going with? Who would you
3: least like to fight? Ooh. Former Steeler James Harrison is running away with it, but Max Crosby is up to
2: 20%. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. show. want to thank uh, the folks who came out last night. We had a little uh, impromptu meet and greet at Big Dean's in Santa Monica, great hospitality, and uh, if you go there, ask for Mary Francis. Mary Francis, the bartender. And Mary Francis will take on all comers when it comes to who uh, can down a beer. Seton, uh, Seton took a shot at the throne. Yeah, yeah. You did okay. Yeah. You, you you took her to the wire there.
1: Sort of throwback to the West Virginia days. Like, yeah. Hey, man,
2: I think I remember doing this. Yeah. And uh, some of the uh, BRGs, backroom guys, I, I know Dylan, Dylan tried to, got a little banged up there. But uh, Mary Francis, once the Detroit Red Wings came in there a couple of years ago, and they had heard about Mary Francis being able to drink beer real quick. So they laughed. The big hockey players came in, and Mary Francis basically, basically dusted off the uh, Detroit Red Wings. She's probably, um, you know, 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, maybe 5'4", somewhere around there. Unassuming, you would go, uh, who's the uh, the great drinker in here? Uh, she is, over there. You don't see it coming. You really don't. You're like, really? No kidding. I know. It's, it's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, but we had a lot of fun, and we had some people who showed up. So it was great to see uh, some of our audience there. NBA trade deadlines, obviously a fascinating time because the deadline offers contending teams a unique opportunities to solidify their roster before the playoffs. And throughout the history of the NBA, we've seen the deadline help out some teams competing for a title. I go back to the Pistons. They acquired Mark Aguirre at the deadline in 1989. That helped push Detroit past Magic Johnson and the Lakers. Fifteen years later, Detroit acquired Rasheed Wallace from the Blazers. Once again, the trade deadline helped the Pistons win a title. That's going to encourage a lot of these teams. You know, do the Nets do something? Do the Bulls, do the Lakers, the 76ers? If history has any indication a trade at the deadline could be the answer, and with so many big names available, or at least we think they're available, maybe we see an unsuspecting team become a title contender. I don't know if James Harden's on the move. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski had a report this morning that James Harden wants out of Brooklyn, but he doesn't want to announce that he wants out of Brooklyn. He's worried, I I guess, what the the, uh, blowback would be. When has James Harden ever cared about what people thought of him? That's surprising. What about the Rockets, James? He didn't care about getting out of uh, Houston there, going to the Nets. But trade deadline, maybe Maybe Ben Simmons is going to play this season. Some phone calls. Phil in Indiana leads us off this hour. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind today?
0: Hey,
1: Dan. Always a great pleasure. I I really wanted you to have Joe Buck on this week just to hear him say, I'm Joe Buck alongside me, the Hall of Famer (laughs) Dan Patrick. Um, Hey, I did did want to comment on Aikman. I'm not a big Cowboys fan, Dan, but I will say this. I think Aikman's career, if it's possible, is actually underappreciated. I think... There were a lot of stars on that team. I think Aikman, Aikman was the key to that whole thing, and I really wanted to get your thoughts on that. Have a great rest of the week, buddy.
2: Thank you, Phil. Always great to hear from you. You know, Troy wasn't about numbers. Troy was about what do we do to win this game? And, you know, Troy was a game manager. You know, if I need to throw the ball, throw the ball. If I need to hand the ball off to Emmett Smith, but a high-end version of a game manager. And I know that I've upset quarterbacks in the past by calling him game managers. And I always point out, uh, Bart Starr, game manager. Bob Greasy, game manager. Alex Smith, game manager. There, There are quarterbacks who, it's not about their numbers. It's about, what do I need to do this week? Or, what do I need to do this quarter? And I always have great respect for the... You know, Troy's numbers, without those Super Bowls, he's not in the Hall of Fame. But because of how he played, they won those Super Bowls. And I think that... You know, that needs to be... We think of quarterbacks as just, let's go out there and put up a lot of numbers. And Troy wasn't about that. Troy was about, what do you need me to do? When do you need me to do it? And Terry Bradshaw was the same way. Terry won four Super Bowls. They had a great running game. They had a lot of talent. Then unbelievable defense. And Terry understood, I'm going to make a couple big plays. But I don't have to be the reason why we win a game. And I have great respect for that. Joe Burrow, the Bengals quarterback, talked about... LSU and being in the Super Bowl with the Bengals. It's a similar feeling. I would say the Super Bowl, we're here longer. I think we we left for, I guess the national title was in New Orleans, so we didn't have to go super far, but... Here, we're probably here a little bit longer. I would say the feeling in the locker room is very similar. We have, like I said before, you know, it's all about the relationships that you build within the locker room that carry over onto the field. And it's all about trust and and understanding that the guys on the opposite side of the ball are going to do their jobs just like they expect you to do your jobs. And that starts in the locker room. And those locker room relationships feel very similar from, from two years ago. That's Joe Burrow, his uh, college coach, Ed Orgeron, will join us tomorrow. We'll talk about how he recruited Joe Burrow. And also, I found out yesterday that Jamar Chase did not want to go to LSU because Les Miles wanted Jamar Chase to be a defensive back. And Ed Orgeron changed that when he told his mom, no, he's going he's gonna to be a wide receiver. He... <laughs> he's not going to be a defensive back. And uh, they were able to get, you know, Jamar Chase and, and bring him in and saying, you're going to be... An... Look at the number of players who coaches tried to make into defensive backs. So Robert Griffin, Jr., the third, and uh, that was Texas. Johnny Manziel, Texas, defensive backs. And uh, so many of these players that they, they go in wanting to be a quarterback, they end up a wide receiver sometimes. Or you have somebody who's going to be... Uh, a lineman, or uh, they're going to be a linebacker. They make them a tight end. You know, ha- being adaptable is is important, but Jamar Chase, and we'll talk to uh, Ed Orgeron about that. He's got so many recruiting stories. And I, I I mean, I look forward to talking to him tomorrow. Adam Sandler will join us on the program wow. tomorrow as well. The Sandman. Cameron in Indiana joins us. Hey, Cam, what's on your mind? Hey, guys.
4: So I got a I bet for y'all
2: that I want to run by you. Uh-oh.
4: All right, so here's the deal. Yesterday you mentioned that you'd want to win a 100-yard dash, so I will take Fritzy in a 100-yard dash against any uh, cast members that you all put together. If he wins, you all will have to eat a ghost pepper hot wing, and if he loses, I'll do a polar plunge, and uh, I'll send
2: the film to you guys. Wait, you got Fritzy running against us?
4: Yep, I'll take a hundred yard dash against any other cash you put together, and I'll take
2: Fritzy winning. Cam, you're tanking worse than the Miami Dolphins are. Like, what do you? All right, that is a wild bet right there. Okay, all right. So, uh, I guess you're on, Cam. I don't. He must I, like
0: punishments. Or I, something.
2: I don't know if Cam's watched the show before.
0: Is he just, like, listening? Maybe it's just a radio thing for him. If he tunes into Peacock, I can't see how he could possibly... Like, you don't
2: even that. sound like you're fast.
0: <laughs> I, I haven't actually tried to run in many years. I like, I'll like i jog to, you know, like the deli or something like that.
2: Well, we did the sausage race in Milwaukee.
0: And it was extremely hot, and I almost passed and out. And we,
2: we thought we were going to lose you that day. But... Uh, we did a 100-yard dash a couple of years ago, and you didn't want to be part
0: of that. Yeah, I think I just timed everybody. I didn't even point. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> ah, 7.36, Paulie, good job.
2: Uh, Nick in Iowa. Hi, Nick, what's on your mind? Hey, DB, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I don't know what the heck uh,
4: Cam in, in Indiana is talking about. Anyway, um, I wanted to know your guys' opinion. There's been a lot made about uh Super Bowl halftime show. Which perfor- Super Bowl halftime
2: performance do you think is the best to date? We've talked about this. I think if you would have been there, Prince, when he was performing in the rain, when he's doing Purple Rain in the rain, and he's just such an incredible musician. He was. Uh, Springsteen was a lot of fun. Uh, but to be... I don't know. It just felt like there was something different, bigger, dangerous about Prince when he did it. So I'd probably say Prince. um, I went to the Tampa Super Bowl with Whitney Houston. That's as emotional as I've ever gotten. Now, I didn't go with her. I went to the Super Bowl with my (laughs) wife and Whitney Houston did the anthem. Now, that's not a halftime show, but that's as emotional as I've ever felt at a Super Bowl. When they did the anthem, and she was she was wonderful, spectacular. Uh, Mike in South Dakota. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind?
0: Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Um, first time, long time. Um, the one thing that's funny is I actually played golf with John Elway once, and someone called him Troy Aikman. Uh, <laughs> didn't go didn't go over that well. All right. Uh, well, thank you. So yeah, yeah and then uh, the other thing I was going to add to that is uh, I think um, Dave Winfield has. Probably need some consideration as a top athlete. I know I would go Bud Jackson, but I think Dave Winfield was awesome too.
2: All right, so. that's a that's a that's a good call. Winfield was drafted, I think, in four sports. I think he might have been drafted in soccer. Could you check that? Get some of my best people on uh, if Dave Dave Winfield. He was a very good basketball player. Obviously a hall of famer in baseball, um, football, and I think it was soccer. Might be the only guy ever drafted by. In four different sports. Bob Nightingale USA Today is reporting that uh, baseball's commissioner Rob Manfred will address the media within an hour this morning in which he's expected to announce that spring training will officially be delayed with the next round of negotiations scheduled for Saturday. We'll take a break. Deion Sanders set to join us. Back after this Dan Patrick show. DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, giving you 56 to 1 odds to uh, win, and you can bet on either team. Bet $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PATRICK to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5, get 280 in free bits. Bets if your team wins. That's code PATRICK at DraftKings Sportsbook. You have to be at least 21 years of age, minimum age, and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources void where prohibited. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Connecticut, 888-789-7777. In New York, call... Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
3: It's beer cracking
2: season. It, it Whoa, okay. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit millerlite.com/patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ninety-six calories per twelve ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
1: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
2: Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond. From their customization options, cutting-edge tech, to their five-star sales service financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans, built-equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. He's Coach Prime, Coach Deion Sanders, Jackson State head coach, and, of course, Hall of Famer, joining us on behalf of Gillette, which we'll uh, talk about here in a moment. Sorry, we don't have you in the man cave, but you're looking good. How would you sum up the last month for you, Dion?
4: It's been great. First of all, I got to give you thanks, my man. You remember this? This kind of started on your show. I I told you my plans on the show. Well, were we in Miami? Where? Where was that? That was Miami. It was Miami.
2: You guaranteed that you would be coaching head coach. (laughs)
4: Uh, but it started with you i mean it was it was a reality i knew what i was getting ready to do and uh, i thank you for the platform like you always provide me man you, you're a great guy you know that you're a great guy everybody loves you man and but, i appreciate you
2: but when did you realize or come up with the plan of how do i make this bigger i the program might not be bigger recognition wise but how can i make this bigger wherever i go
4: well, Dan, that's who I am. Uh, coming into the NFL, you got to understand that defensive back was one of the lowest-paid positions. But we performed and made it bigger. Going into uh, uh, just taking that position and going from team to team, uh, city to city, everything w- was bigger. So this is no different from once I played. That's just who I am, and that's what I do, and that's how I go about my job. And I just want to make people uh, more comfortable. Uh, alarm, sound the alarm and let people know what HBCUs have. And that's what I'm pretty good at.
2: Take me into the room or come into my living room and sell me. I don't have to sell you. I don't, I ain't selling that. I'm that's the thing about it. I don't, I
4: don't sell anything. I don't have anything to sell. I'm going to pretty much allow you to understand that I've sat on three sides of the table. I'm in the living room like you, I'm the parent. And I've been the kid now I'm the coach. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a heck of an advantage because I know the thought processes of everyone in, provided in this room. So I'm I'm not selling anything, but I'm 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 going to promise you that if you send me a boy, I'm going to send you back a man.
2: Are you closing, Mom? Are you closing the actual recruit?
4: Um, it depends on who is the influencer. Influencer. It depends on – see, oftentimes – now, Dan, you got to understand, man, sometimes it's the 707 coach, sometimes it's the high school coach, sometimes it's the dad, sometimes it's the mom, sometimes it's the uncle. You you don't know who it is. Uh, I focused on the heart and – and i just tell i'm I'm honest man i'm just brutally honest i'm not promising you no nil i'm praying that you get to the nfl and i'm just telling you what it is i'm going to give you an opportunity and i'm going to make sure you're where you lay your head it's going to be comfortable and you're going to get three meals a day everything else is on you
2: if you ran the ncaa what would you do with name image and likeness
4: um HBCUs are at a tremendous disadvantage because of the giving, because of the boosters, because of the uh, uh, amount of visual and understanding. So, I would alter the rules. It, it would be different rules for 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 FCS other than FBS. It's it, it's it's not equatable. It don't even make sense. So, we would be able to do a little more a little more with our kids. Would you put a cap on it? You can't cap it.
2: I know. No.
4: You can't. You can't cap it. I mean, uh, this is the problem I have. Like, you have some guys at FBSs that you hear that man, they're getting eight hundred or nine hundred or a million dollars. Dan, what have you seen them on? What What are they endorsing? I ain't seen it yet. But you have, you know, a HBCU kid, you have someone like my son, you've seen him with the Brady line, with Beats, Gatorade. Uh, uh, you, you've seen this stuff. It's tangibly you can see it. I hadn't seen any of the others. The kid that left Ohio State that said he was close to – how do you let somebody walk away with close to a million dollars that you said? The kid from Oklahoma that left and went to South Carolina, how, how do you walk away? <laughs> I don't understand that. And now you got some of the big schools that pay their lineman. Every lineman that signs get fifty grand. We can't compete with that, man. We we can't compete with that. There's no equality
2: in it. What would you have gotten at Florida State with name, image, and likeness?
4: Uh, I probably had uh, pro- probably name, image, and likeness on the stadium. I
2: probably <laughs> had- <laughs> <laughs> to <North Carolina> prime stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still, are you able to run at all when you go out to practice? You know, when, uh, when kids want to challenge you?
4: Well, well, Dan, I went through some some heck of a uh, things this season. So not, not now. Before I went through all my trials and tribulations this season. I, I'm barely walking right now. So before, yeah. Before, yes. I was I was being able to show them, not tell them what to do, but show them.
2: How's your health now?
4: I'm is getting better. I'm I'm walking, you know. Uh, I'm walking slowly,
2: slowly. But it, it's probably a cool walk that you have. It's just a slow walk.
4: <laughs> I'm getting there. It, it's a beat now. It's a beat in my head when I'm walking. <laughs> uh, I uh,
2: I was talking to Troy Aikman. Troy was with us last hour, and I said, uh, "Better athlete, Dion or Bo Jackson." He said, well, I got to go, Deion. He was my teammate. That's my guy. Let me ask you, better athlete, you or Bo Jackson? Athlete, I'm a better athlete. Bo physically is
4: a specimen that his strengths, his strength is you're going to see it when he walks up to you and when he played the game. But you're talking about. Basketball, fishing, you, I yeah, do it. I can do it He's <laughs> <laughs> a heck of a hunter.
2: He could out-hunt me. Okay, but you can out-fish him. I got to fish him all day long. You know, I would actually watch that, just you and Bo fishing and talking. Because we would t- – you think about it, Bo
4: and I have sat down once in the locker room in Chicago when I was playing for the Reds, I believe, and I wasn't playing on that Sunday. And he came over to our locker room, and I was, had an off day. We sat and talked for hours, man. I, I wish America would have been able to witness that, and we want to do it again. We haven't really sat down and just chopped it up in the last 20 years or so. And I love him. If it weren't for Bo, it wouldn't have been no prime. How so? Bo paved the way, man. He, he, uh, he, he set the bar. It it has to be something that a man chases. And he set the bar for me to chase something, man. And uh and I applaud him for that. I never mentally was against Bo. I've always said, dang, that dude is unbelievable, man. And I I, I, I that challenged me to get to that level.
2: Okay, so who's setting the standard for you as a coach? What what are you chasing? Who are you chasing? Uh,
4: shoot. Coach Saban. Coach Saban is the bar. Coach Sabin is the magna cum laude, man. Coach Saban and his program and the way he runs his program is is all of that. I admire it. I love it. When we shot the Affleck spot, shoot, I took a few of my coaches down to glean from their coaches. I know some of his coaches on staff. Uh, we've watched them in off-season training. We, we've simulated a lot of things. He is the gold standard
2: and will always be. But you aspire to be in the SEC, or you aspire to be in, you know no, – no, no. any... I aspire to dominate
4: where my feet are. I don't say I'm going to be in the SEC. I'm going to be okay. in the Power Five. Wherever my feet are, I'm going to be dominant.
2: Why didn't Florida State hire you to begin with?
4: I have no idea. There were three others, too. So, I, I
2: <laughs> What Who were the other schools that made a mistake?
4: They were, they were Power Five. Yeah. They were
2: power fives. yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Whatever, yeah, that was that,
2: yeah. But what was the holdup? Excuse me? What 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 was the holdup with these schools? And why why was there hesitancy?
4: Well Willy Wonka. You know, I come from a chocolate factory, man. I don't know if they're going Willy Wonka. <laughs> 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 Willy running. Right <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I I didn't hear the commissioner yesterday say anything about Willy Wonka during yeah. his press conference. There, Dia.
0: <laughs> something to do with.
2: It. <laughs> uh, what would you suggest to the commissioner about hiring practices in the NFL with minorities? Uh, I,
4: would, I would go different. I, I wouldn't. I'm not fighting for. The coaches. I, I, I'm a guy that's an advocate for ownership. I would want to expand into three more cities. I, I would say let's expand to three more cities, and three of those cities we have to mandate um, African American or ethnic ownership. Then let it roll wherever it may be, but it has to be a mandate. Three cities, wherever those are, has to be ethnic ethnic owned.
2: Uh, I like that. Yeah. like that. Instead of
4: of going at the middle level, let's go to the top and see where it falls.
2: But, you know, Dion, it feels like every year it's Groundhog Day, and the commissioner has his State of the Union, and we keep talking about the hiring practices, and then next thing you know, we got a Super Bowl, and then we move on to the combine, and then the draft, and then we forget about all of this stuff.
4: You can't make no billionaire hire who he Yes. Who doesn't want to hire? That, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You can't make me hire a, a cook or a housekeeper that I don't want to hire in my house. That's my house. Yeah. You're not going to come here and tell me what to do in my house. It's not going to happen. So let's just go to the top. I'd rather us own the house. Then we call the shots in the house. <laughs> uh,
2: the Pro Bowl. I saw where you were tweeting about how they the, the Pro Bowl doesn't have an identity. Dion. What uh, what could we do? Can we salvage the Pro Bowl?
4: No, because the players are different. The thought processes are different. So it's unsalvageable. You can't. They don't want to play. They don't want to participate. They don't want to compete. Anything after the season, they do not want to compete. And they're afraid of the injury and aspect as if we didn't think about that as well. But, you know, when you're a competitor, man, you don't think about getting hurt. When I walk on the field, I didn't think about, oh, man, I may get hurt. When I get in the car and think, hey, man, I may have an accident. No, you, you have no protection. Uh, that was absurd what, what transpired in uh, Vegas. It, it really was. We gotta, you got to go in a different direction. That's not right. Um, the fans don't deserve that. The players got to really think about what they're displaying on the field. I don't know who was the guy that came up and said, guys, we're just going to play touch
2: football. And I know. Who was that guy? He should be fine. Did you ever ask a quarterback to autograph an interception ball? No, at
4: practice I did in college. At practice. <laughs> but, yeah, at practice I did. But but you
2: would never ask like
4: I would, uh, any- I, I would never trade jerseys and take off my jersey and give it to another man after the game either. I would never do that. I would never. I'm gonna fight and go in against Jerry Rice, and we gonna stand there on the field after the game. <laughs> I, no, that my era we we weren't friendly like that. We were cool. <laughs> Me and playmaker, I love him to life, but we weren't doing that after the game. I... I didn't want nothing to do with you. I, no, no, don't, don't, the game has changed. Everybody, even in the NBA, man, everybody's friends now, man. Everybody's homeboys. Everybody look up to one another that you're playing against. I'm not looking up to the guy I'm playing against. I'm not. I'm not putting him on a pedestal. I'm trying to destroy him.
2: Uh, what are you doing with
4: Gillette? Some wonderful. Thanks, man. Gillette uh, provided me options and I love it. I got to get this tagline now. It gives a shave and quick and easy as washing your face. And that's the God honest truth. I'm a shaver, man. If I don't, if I go a day and a half with that shave, I'm fully great. I'm fully great. And Gillette makes it so darn easy for me. They're doing some wonderful activations at the Super Bowl. um, um, nationwide. Check out uh, Santa Monica. Go to Gillette.com slash skate. They're doing some wonderful things, man. Some wonderful giveaways. And I'm excited. I mean, I'm a Gillette guy. My sons, I taught them how to shave at an early age. They're able to do. partner with me in this campaign, and I love it.
2: I really do. So if I go to Jackson State, I don't get name, image, and likeness. I just get a razor.
4: No, no, no. You, you don't get name. If, if you're good. If you're good, <laughs> Dude, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not promising that. You got to play first. How can a, How can a? How do you have value coming out of high school? How do? What? What is your value? You gotta. You gotta prove something, right? I, I would think you have to prove something, man. I, I don't. I don't get it. I, I'm happy that these kids are, are are making money and they're doing their thing, but you got to prove yourself. That's that's the world I lived in. That's the world I grew up in. You got to prove yourself first.
2: Yeah, I might have to come down there and uh, work out. You got to. We're yeah. gonna make sure you properly shaved with Gillette. And we're gonna make- <laughs> <laughs> I can finally beat you in the forty. You can right now. <laughs> I, right. I can beat you in the. I don't care when I beat you, but if if I beat you, that's it. Right now right now i think you can it's small window and i like my chances here uh, i'm not together i don't have all my digits <laughs> uh great to talk to you as always congrats I, and uh thanks again
4: you're a class act, man i love you uh, and, and let me tell you something i haven't forgotten about those grills you bless me so much those grills are unbelievable
2: man well i got chad from traeger out in the parking lot Dude, and he dude, is. They, they're cooking up uh, lunch today and tomorrow with the Traeger grills.
4: I'm thankful for Gillette and, and uh, my relationship with them because I actually shave every day. But what you did for me with Traeger, I, I'm serious. Every time I grill, I think about you. Every time we barbecue or something, <laughs> <and it's laughs> Sunday and I'm going to think about you, man. So I appreciate you.
2: Thank you, Dion. That's Deion Sanders, Jackson State head coach, and, of course, Hall of Famer joining us on behalf of Gillette. Max Crosby of the Raiders set to join us next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
3: If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
1: You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right-brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon- his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before.
3: We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man.
1: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself.
3: Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
2: All in-studio guest. They receive gift bags by Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP show, Link Soul Apparel, a lifestyle brand for any occasion, and M Drive, don't let age beat you, Refine your prime with M Drive. He's Max Crosby, the Las Vegas Raiders defensive end, Pro Bowl defensive MVP, and a uh, fourth round pick out of Eastern Michigan. And uh, Max joins us on the program, I believe. Is Max ready? He, he's
3: coming down the hallway. I hope he didn't go to
2: the Traeger Grill. <laughs> we'll get some more phone calls as well. Uh, Adam Sandler on the program tomorrow. Come on in, Max. Uh, Ed Orgeron, former LSU coach, joining us. Hi, bud. What is up? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, well, we got some uh, got some jewelry on today, yeah, let's huh? Go a little bit. What yeah. do you got? What's <laughs> the What's the most expensive thing on you? Oh, the watch. I just got it. How much is that? It's more
5: than I would like to play. But, you know, every year I got after the season I have to, you know, I always get something. To just kind of, yeah.
2: Okay, but do you have to clear that with anybody when you make oh, a purchase? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
5: I do a, you know, I do a very good job of, you know, managing and keeping things in order. But you know, once in a while, you gotta, you gotta spoil yourself a little bit. You're kind of a breakout star this year. Do you feel that way? um you know I nationally nationally yeah I've noticed you know more attention and things like that um but for me it's just you know I try to stay in the day as much as I can I don't try to look too far in the future too far in the past so you know obviously it's awesome getting the attention and things like that but Um, staying humble and staying staying grounded is is just as important.
2: Now, I don't know how valuable it is to be the most valuable defensive player in a Pro Bowl where nobody tackled anybody, Max, but, I mean, I don't know where you put that trophy in your trophy case when they go, oh, was that the Pro Bowl where nobody tackled anybody? Okay, who who lets everybody know? What was the agreement where we go, we're just going to have two-hand touch? Honestly, there wasn't an agreement. Um, Once the game
5: started, I got off the ball, and I noticed everyone was kind of moving in slow motion. So I was trying to, like, act in a way to try to, you know. But as the game went on, you know, there was a big bonus. So, you know, Vrabel was a competitive guy. He wanted to win. Everybody on our team was like, all right, we're going to, like, kind of go with the flow, but we we wanted to win. So, yeah, you know, there's a couple third downs and fourth downs where we kind of were rushing a little bit. Okay,
2: but for the most part, somebody had to go. We put our – the officials had to know this as well. 100%. That, 100%. When right. Mac Mac Jones is running, and then they put their hands on and they blow the whistle, yeah. and I'm like, and Mac, he keeps jump. Uh, you know, he's going towards the end zone.
5: Yeah, that was a tough thing is short yardage was the hardest thing of the whole game because you get to fourth and two or third and two, whatever, and you run the ball, and someone just touches the running back. It was done. So you basically had to throw the ball every single play. So it's kind of a fine line there. Did you talk amongst each other? <laughs> not, not really. There wasn't any agreement or like a common ground. It just everyone was just kind of chilling the whole time. So it was, yeah, it was different. Uh, tell
2: the story as you've, I'm sure, done many times this week. How yep. You got the extra X in Max. <laughs> yeah. So, as a child, you know, I was, uh,
5: as I was being born, I was tw- almost 12 pounds, <laughs> and I was stuck in my mom. So I was literally <laughs> couldn't they couldn't get me out. My mom almost killed my mom, so they had to break my shoulder to get me out, and my mom, as I was being named, obviously they knew I was going to be Max, but they put an extra X on there once they asked because I was, yeah, I was double X. So kind of, you know, it kind of worked out.
2: You know how I was supposed I to. I might have added another X on there, but then that might have been that signified yeah, a different career there for you. Max. It would have Yeah, catapulted to me. Yeah,
5: uh, to where I needed to go.
2: Also, uh, tell me if this is correct: that uh, you weren't the most famous guy in your high school. Uh, No, I wouldn't say so. I I feel like... Who
5: was the most famous person in your high school? From my high school? Um, That's tough. Christian Ponder was a a former Collierville Heritage guy. Was there somebody? I feel like you know somebody that I don't know. And I'm probably going to get in trouble now. Did Post Malone go to? No, he went to Grapevine, our rival. Oh. Our rival, yeah. And he's a Chiefs fan, too. Cowboy
2: fan. I thought he was a Chiefs fan. No, Didn't he, was didn't he a die- go perform with the uh, Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl? He might have. Oh, he might have done that if they pay him. He, yeah, 100%. Oh, but he's a Cowboy fan. He's
5: a diehard Cowboy fan. No, no. Unless he changed. I don't know. I haven't, well, I haven't talked to him. About you know how that. these kids are
2: nowadays. They change. I mean, they I, change. I got your draft profile there. There's a piece of paper right there. <laughs> oh, here we now, go. <laughs> this will be good. I'm now, excited now to see I did, that. So Aaron Rodgers has done it. Von Miller, J.J. Watt. They've all <laughs> yeah. done this. Uh, so you're you're in line with some Hall of Famers there. We just ta- we just took the bad stuff that they said about you coming out of Eastern yep, Michigan. This will be good. All right. So you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Go ahead. All right.
5: Dominated smaller competition and hasn't been tested by elite blockers. I understand that somewhat okay. to a degree. Gets caught standing up out of his stance, which is Disastrous for a small chested defense. Are you small chested? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. That I've never heard that one before. That's okay. that was weirdly descriptive. Now
2: these are real draft <laughs> <Yeah>. profile <laughs> no, comments. I, bu- I believe it. Okay. What else do you have?
5: Will struggle to control the point as a pro. I've, I've yeah. I heard that a lot. Okay. Um, Lacks explosiveness out of his stance, forcing him to play catch up coming off the line.
2: That's tough. I don't know. That's you ran tough, a four I yeah. believe. That's tough. I mean, that your biggest weapon feels like being explosive. I feel like at that, especially at that
5: time, I was a lighter guy. But you know,
1: <laughs>
5: is what it is. Um, can be tight in the hips, especially early in pass rush. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I guess a little stiff is what they're trying to say, but I don't know what early in pass rush means. Um, I don't know. Is
2: that early in the game? or I,
5: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Either early in the game or, like, early in the beginning of the play or something. I don't know. But okay. What else? That's interesting. Uh, running backs and quarterbacks break from his clutches. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. Wow. Not in the Pro Bowl they didn't. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, elementary rush (laughs) elementary rush approach and fails to use hands as consistent weapons I think I know who wrote that yeah I think I do. okay but I won't name them because yeah but that's actually that's funny I like that wow which one bothers you the most um, I think the elementary, the elementary rush approach, or the small chested defender.
2: Yeah, the small yeah. chested.
5: I've never heard a guy <laughs> described as small chested. That's wow. Pro comp Jeremiah Tatcha.
2: Um, let's do the wow. Max Crosby Max bench, one rep. Paulie, you go first. Ah, uh, boy, I'm gonna go 475. I might be low. 475 benching. That's, wow, that's a lot of weight. Seton? I was gonna one. go three seventy five. All right.
0: Fritzy? I'm gonna say four ten. He's small chested. Yeah, he was small chested. <laughs>
2: defensive end for the week? I'm gonna do one bench, one rep, three forty. It's
5: probably around there. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done a sing like a one rep max in a long time. But probably be around three. Yeah, probably three forty, three fifty, somewhere in that range. Maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. Strongest guy you've played against? Um tr- probably Probably Tyrone Smith. Oh, yeah. He, he's, his hands are the strongest things I've ever felt. Touch my body and my life. <laughs> we played Dallas this year. Me and Yannick, after like the first series, we both we were flopping sides. We came to the bench. We looked at each other like, bro, you got to just... If his hands are on you, it's over. It's really? over. Yeah, he's... it's. I don't even know how to explain it. You can't move. So, yeah, you got to speed to power on him. It's the only way. Do you hold grudges? Do I hold grudges? Uh, not anymore. I feel like as a younger guy, I used to care about everything. And but if somebody cheap shots you in the NFL, um, goes
2: at your legs or anything like that?
5: Not really. I'm used to it. I feel like that's like tight ends. I know they're going to go at my legs because they don't want to, you know, go chest to chest with you. So Well,
2: you're small chested Yeah,
5: small chested, so I guess maybe yeah. not. But yeah, you know, I don't hold grudges like that you know I feel like I, I tend to get over things pretty pretty quick
2: uh, you're joining us on behalf of uh, reframe yes sir you want to give the spiel yeah we can give
5: a quick little rundown you know uh, reframe best uh, best sobriety app in the world um, you know it just it gives people a tool you know to stay sober it's a community it's got a um, you know, they do a great job. You know, for me, I'm a guy who's a part of that community almost two years sober. So, you know, this app is a is a great, uh, great thing for people. When did you know you needed help? Um, Honestly, I feel like since the day I when I first started drinking, I knew I was a little bit different than everybody. I couldn't handle it um, the same. So, yeah, you know, it, it just it just got progressively worse as time went on. So uh, once it got to that point where. I just looked myself in the mirror, I was like, what am I doing? You know, I'm in the NFL, I got a lot of things going for me, um, and it was the one crutch I've always had, so um, I got to a point where it was just unmanageable, so, you know, I had to had to
2: make a change. But also we use it as a crutch because sometimes we're, you know, in social situations, like you lean on a beer, yeah. you know, that, hey, I'm now funnier, or I'm more engaging with people. Did, did you do that? Yeah, you know, I feel like,
5: it, that's the thing like you talk to a lot of people who had drinking problems or smoking whatever it may be um, It helped them in that way like for me I know it was like my saving grace as a young kid because I was insecure growing up And things of that nature, but once I took took that first drink. I was like, oh my god This is my thing like I was in love because I could t- go up and talk to that girl that I wanted to talk to it you know things like that so yeah, you know early on it was like it saved my life i was i needed it but then after time you know time goes on it just became something that was continuously holding me back how important are tattoos to you <laughs> um I've always loved tattoos when even when I was like young in high school um you know I, my first tattoo I literally took my brother's ID and he looks nothing like me and <laughs> I went into the tattoo shop and they just looked at me and I was 17 and they were just like alright and just let me let me do it so yeah um,
2: I don't I normally tattoos. look at a man's thighs but I'm looking at your thigh yeah is that is that a a map yeah so
5: I got Michigan here and Texas here and I've I'm getting the whole, my whole legs done and everything, so... Yeah, it just hurts, so I haven't finished it yet. Oh, the thigh hurts a lot? Horribly. Yeah, the thighs are terrible, the back of the neck, terrible. Okay,
2: but why do you do it if it hurts so bad?
5: I just like how they look, you know? (laughs) But I don't like going through the pain. (laughs) I I try to get numbing cream, but it it wears off after a while, so you just gotta, you gotta suck it up. What's the one where you went home and Mom went, what are you doing? (laughs) Um... I don't, my mom is like my like best friend, so she's like... She wants me to do stuff like that. Like if I if I love it, she's like, oh yeah, go do it, Max. Like I was a kid and she I came home with a big tattoo. My first one was on my forearm. I just punched myself in the chest. It's I got this big one of my grandma, my great grandma, um, on my forearm, and it was just I was in high school, and she was like, oh, I love it. She was encouraging me to get it. So like my mom, yeah, my mom's awesome. She in that way, she's just she she's like my biggest fan. And my dad would just kind of
2: sit back and be like. He doesn't really care. He so. care. Yeah. He's like, I right, do whatever you're gonna do. Uh, it's great to great to talk to you. Congratulations on all your success. Um, you can hang with us as we get ready to close out the show. Fritzy on the show tomorrow is.
0: We've got uh, Adam Sandler, Ed Orgeron, and Drew Brees among Drew Brees. Friday's guests.
2: Once again, Max was joining us on behalf of Reframe, and uh, for more detail, Reframe.com. Can you go to that, Max? Do you know if the yeah, so it's an app. So you gotta oh, go to an the app, app
5: Store, download it, and uh, yeah, it's smooth. Reframe, reframe app. Yep.
2: Reframe app. Great. Yes, sir. Uh, what we learned brought to you by Butcher Box. Uh, we got the meat outside on the Traeger Grills. You should stop out and get some grub there, Max. Butcherbox.com slash Patrick to get two pounds of ground beef free in every order. That's coming up. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on The Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out this Thursday show, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation broke ground on its Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind. What it is is a community of 110 homes for the foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. And it's a special place where families know that their neighbors understand and care. A community where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes can grow and experience life and do that together. The Foundation's Do Good Village is going to help these families beyond measure. And it's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. You can help out, help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the Foundation makes good on its promise to do good. And never forget the sacrifices. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Letter T, number two, letter T, dot org. Thank you.